This is the CJ3 Foundation, and I'm the director and founder, Eric Thomas. Give me your undivided patriotic attention as we're about to impart on you another story of service and sacrifice representing our mission, serving our nation's wounded heroes. We are operating in the land of the free because of the brave. Let's uphold our oath, leave no warrior left behind, and support our thin green, blue, and red lines. Why? Because this will defend. Uncle Sam and CJ3 want you. This is the CJ3 Foundation. What's your name? Eric Thomas. All right, so you served in the Army, right? I did. How much time did you serve in the Army for? I uh, joined the Army in 1996 and got out in 2007. Okay, and why did you decide to join the Army? I grew up in small town Iowa um, in, in a place where that's extremely patriotic and is all about service and grew up in a family that's all about service and so I knew it was going to be police, fire, military, something, and interesting thing, I've gotten to do all of them. And so, uh, you know, uh, as we were dating, my wife, uh, at the time, my girlfriend, uh, we were engaged and she got pregnant, and I was a volunteer firefighter, and so uh, I needed to get paid. And so I figured now's a good time to join the Army. Okay. And what was your jo job or role in the Army? I uh, started out as a 19 Delta Reconnaissance Scout in the Army. Bottom line is we're the guys that go to the, the forward line of troops and go sneak and peek and gather battlefield intel and, um, and then later on switched over to 97 Bravo Counterintelligence Agent. So I was a special agent for the Army uh, basically looking for people spying against our country. Okay. And what was your favorite part about serving? I don't know if there's one part. Um, I enjoyed all aspects of it. I enjoy the discipline of it. I enjoy the, you know, what other job can you go to work and you get paid to work out? You get to go uh, play with weapons and, and ride cool vehicles and um, you're surrounded by like-minded individuals, right, that uh, believe in in the cause and believe in what you're doing and believe in the country. So it's just, uh, it was a good environment to be, especially for a kid trying to grow up. Okay, and um, what is your, I guess, your biggest takeaway from serving? Service is important. Um, it gives you a different perspective, right? At, you know, when it comes to voting, when it comes to appreciating what we have in the United States, when it comes to um, valuing family and, and what you have, um, when you've gone to some of the worst places in the world and fought for our country, um, you know, it puts a whole different perspective, right? It, it, it gives you uh, an appreciation for who we are, where we are, and what we are, and regardless of what you see on the news, it's not as bad as it looks. Okay. So now switching over to the CJ3 Foundation, how did you come up with that or what made you want to start that? Well, do you mind if I tell you what it is first? 
Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you mind? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, first off, so the CJ3 Foundation, our mission is serving our nation's wounded heroes. Um, wounded heroes, we, we serve wounded veterans, wounded law enforcement, wounded fire, wounded emergency first responders. Um, we do that through three primary initiatives. Um, one, the first one is CJ3 Advocacy. Uh, that, that involves uh, being up on the hill, change, you know, getting, attempting to get legislation changed to assist those groups. Um, it involves, uh, if, if we have somebody that's struggling with benefits or like we just had a, a service dog that wasn't, you know, we provided a service dog to a veteran and he wasn't welcome back to work with the service dog. So um, getting politicians involved, legislators involved and, and getting down there and educating folks on um, Americans with disabilities rights um, and, and things like that. That's all part of advocacy. Uh, number two is uh, CJ3 service dogs. Um, that's the fun part, the part uh, everybody loves to see. They get to see the service dogs. Um, we provide service dogs to all those groups. Um, and then finally, it's a CJ3 mental health and wellness. Uh, we have a facility in Iowa uh, that we focus on holistic health, kind of the mind, body, <laughs> spirit thing. Um, we believe in you know, we got doctors that, you know, psychologists that, that works on the mind. We've got chiropractor uh, to work to focus on the spine. We've got gut health doctors. We've got social workers. We've got all these folks that converge on our veterans. And we focus predominantly on PTSD and TBI, but work on other issues. Um, so that, that's kind of who we are, the why. Um, I'm a 100% disabled combat veteran. Um, Due to some of my injuries I sustained in, in the Middle East, uh, I started seeing the Veteran Affairs Hospital and um, they were less than helpful. And so as I was going through the process, somebody said, hey, uh, would you cooperate if you had a dog? You're, with your injuries, you could use a service dog. I was like, great. So they uh, offered me a service dog and, and they wrote me a prescription for one. I said, cool, what window do I, do I go get? The dog at and they're like oh no you got to figure it out so i spent a year trying to figure it out and found an organization that gave me a service dog um, i very much appreciate the organization and i'm not disparaging them not them at all but i thought there should be something else and so i looked for uh, other charity foundations i could participate in because i really didn't want to start one um, and so uh, i couldn't find places that i agreed with their values and their mission set and so uh, just decided one day working with some friends that we needed to start one ourselves and so that, that looked at more than just a dog or more than just mental health kind of did the holistic uh, kind of a family thing and so we started CJ3 Foundation it started back in September of 2020. Okay and where does the name CJ3 come from? I get that question a lot. Um, CJ3 so the C stands for combined it's a combined effort um, by a by everyone really uh, to support those groups we were talking about. The J is for joint because you know it's veterans, military, law enforcement, fire, emergency responders, and and the three in in the military, the three shop um, is operations, and so it's really combined joint operations if you really spelled it out. Um, but CJ three rolls off a lot easier. Okay, um, so. You, you mentioned some of like other foundations or charities that did similar things but not quite the same as CJ3, right? Um, so do you know any 
at all that do kind of uh, there, the same? There's various organizations. Um, I don't know of any organization that does the whole thing, um, which is kind of why we started. Uh, because I operate in the charity world, assisting veterans and the other groups, I run across a lot of folks. We partner with a lot of folks. Um, there are, there are uh, a bunch of service dog organizations out there. Some are really good, some aren't. Um, but ultimately, yeah, there, there are groups that do aspects of what we do, but I haven't run into one that does the, the, the full thing. Okay. Um, so you do the foundation stuff and then you have a full-time job, right? I do. How does that like work for you? <laughs> Uh, it eats up a lot of my time. Um, so I'm a, I'll just say uh, I have a full-time job in the federal government. I'm a senior with the federal government. Um, but what I find is that allows me to do the other stuff, right? Um, so it's important to our foundation that 100% of what comes into our foundation money-wise goes out to support the people we serve, right? So. Nobody on our staff gets paid for what we're doing. Uh, we believe in what we're doing, and so uh, nobody's wealthy, but we're all comfortable. Uh, everybody on our staff is a senior in their organization, and that provides us with access accesses to people and resources and, and, and things to be able to do our job. So the, the job enables me to do what I do, um, but uh, my passion is the charity, and so basically, like I tell people, I, I have two full-time jobs. Right. Okay. Um, so, how long did it take you to like kind of build the whole foundation, the community, and get everyone together? I mean, I, I don't know if I have a specific answer for you. So, we started in September. IRS granted us a, our status, our charity status, in September of 2020. Um, it all happened really fast. Uh, we got that status approved in 45 days, which is unheard of, um, which helped tell me we were on the right path and we'd gotten the right partners behind us to build this thing. Um, we're always building and tweaking it. Uh, you know, we're always taking lessons learned and best practices, but the foundation of who we are and what we are has remained the same since our inception. And so um, it continues to get bigger and better every year. Um, you know, we've been, what, what are we at, coming up on two years, and, you know, I was expecting it to stay about this big, and it's grown about this big. Um, that's, that's a blessing, it's a good thing, uh, and we hope to see continued success. So, I think if you have aspirations of coming in and having a large charity, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. If you come in and just, with, a, with aspirations and ideology of you wanting to help and assist, and what happens happens. Um, I think that that's a better recipe for success. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I don't know where we'll be in a year, but if we're on the same path, it keeps growing exponentially. Okay. And the last question, if there was one thing you would want everyone to know about the CJ3 Foundation, what would it be and why? I'm going to say two just because I'm obstinate, mm -hmm. um, but uh, the one is you know, the, the, the people we serve are underserviced and underpaid and so and they deserve respect, they deserve love, they deserve our appreciation and, and they're not getting supported the way they should. If they were, we wouldn't exist, right? There would be other programs, federal programs doing. Problem is the federal programs aren't as nimble as we are in the private sector. 
Um, the other thing is, uh, the unfortunate part of running a charity is, it takes dollars to run a charity. And so uh, we can only serve and help as many folks as we have dollars and donations and all that to serve. And so that's the unfortunate part. I, I don't like being a salesman. I never want to be that guy, that Tupperware salesman that somebody's like, oh, here comes Eric again, gonna ask for money. I'm not that guy. But I believe in actions speak for themselves. And so uh, what we've had a pretty good recipe of as people see our successes, they donate. And so um, yeah, just remember, uh, money drives a train, unfortunately, but uh, it's a worthwhile train. So that's where we're at. All right, cool. So that's it. Thank you.